practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Hold on, I got this fucking trendy water from Whole, Whole Foods and I need a bottle opener. Got Trendy Whole Foods water? Any flavor in that water? This shit. Topo Chico? Ooh, spicy, please. No, no, this is the best. This is like, this is a treat for me. I think it's a little, it's too pricey for me, but you can get like a, like a case of it Mm -hmm. for like 10 bucks, but I guess that's not bad, but still out of my league. So good. Yeah. It's like, um, I don't know what it is. It's like the carbonation in it is finer or something. Gotcha. I don't, or it's just a glass bottle. I was telling Meg, maybe it's a glass bottle. That always seems to kick. No, it's true. Like we recently got, uh, like a pack of the Perrier bottles, Mm -hmm. which I hadn't had in years and years, but it was like something about when we were in New York, those glass bottles of Perrier were just so cold. Mm-hmm. It was so like, so I just have that like sense memory of. They're very bodega. The uh, yes, the... and then use then using the bottles to just fill with water and keep in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. have an AC for so long. I feel they were um, strategically placed next to the cheap Tallboy Coors originals <laughs> because you you know you buy a fuck ton of those. Even even before you've had a sip of that beer, you load up on it. You're like, I just it's July, it's Brooklyn. I just know how. If you if anybody hasn't been to New York, and I'm sure there's other cities like it, there's something in the air. I guess it's it's salty in the air. You will (laughs) never get poison. You will never be thirstier than when you're out walking the streets of New York for and uh. As an example, wait, are we rolling? Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Hans. I'm Casey. We are rolling. I have been rolling okay. all through this law, this dirge of a carbonation level conversation that we're having. Well, let's keep it going on on water talk. Uh, <laughs> Look at the water talk. Uh, you and I, the first time we we went to New York, we actually got to stay with our buddy Timmy. Uh, he was living in yeah. Williamsburg at the time. That, that's not uh, no, well. No, what it is is he had roommates, so rightfully so. Like he just either didn't bother to have a spare key, or was just like, you know, I got roommates. I'm not giving out keys to people. Because right. what he was still worked? What, so, what was the rule? If we left, the we, door would lock behind us, and we were. So if we left at eight a.m., we were left like Oliver Twist yeah. and Company. To the streets of New York until whenever Four or five. he decided to like come home. Yeah, he was. Or working. we met him somewhere to let him in. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and obviously it was our first time there, so we wanted to explore, and he was working, and so we'd leave in the morning, and I just remember that first the first day we were on our own, it just hit us. Say we left the house at nine, I would say, yeah. and then we took the train into Manhattan. I would say by eleven we're like, ooh, I'm like I gotta pee and like I don't know where to do that. And then it was just like, 
just never been thirstier in my whole life. I remember at one point we were laying on the floor in a Barnes and Noble. Just like, (laughs) what the fuck are we going to do? I just remember being delirious because we had flown in the night before and got in at like 1130 maybe we rolled into his house. We were still on Minneapolis drinking time. So we're like, yeah, we missed it. We got in. We're like, I guess we'll just, you know, hunker down, watch some TV. And Timmy was like, you guys want to go out? We're like, you can't. Bars are closed. He's like, bars are open until four. So we're like, hootin', tootin', hootin'. We're going. We got six hours of drinking. And that was so like young man. all night long. Right. That was young man New York. It's still the same way, I'm sure. Pandemic exempted. But like, mm-hmm. you know, we were like, I guess I had just turned 21. Maybe I was 20. No, I just turned 21. Yeah, you were 21 when we went. Yeah. So, but he was like. You don't even go out till one, which is true. Right, yeah. And it's true when you're that age. Obviously, when you're older, living in any city, that changes. And we're just like, holy shit. I just, I remember, because you and I started the day with Mile High Marys at the Oh, God, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. So that whole next day was terrible. And of course, it was 5,000 degrees New York Celsius. And I just remember, like, being so hot and hungover and delirious, we were like, oh, cool, a street fair. And it's like, and you won't know this until you've been to New York or have lived in New York. Here we thought we'd stumbled onto like oh, yeah. Aladdin's Bazaar. <laughs> and we're going to find all this amazing stuff. Street fairs <laughs> in New York are the same thing, just copy. Just copy, like, paste. Control C, Control C, Control oh, C, yeah. every block. Same sausage and pepper stand. Same lemonade stand. Same shitty sunglass cell phone case stand. So you just felt like you were in a trapped in the matrix because you're like, I just we just did this. We just we just did this. I'm running out of my Arizona watermelon drink. Yeah, and that's the thing. You're also like it's got a water, but I was like, need Ooh, nerd sodas. I feel like we were also still I think this change. That was 2003 or 2004. And I feel like even since then, that doesn't seem like a long time ago, the paradigm shift in hydration and just food choices has yeah. happened within that time. Like, I know it yeah. existed there, but we were also coming from, it is just straight up true, South Dakota mud people, Midwestern. It's just a yeah. different diet. And we were still indoctrinated with that diet, slowly coming out of it, I would say. But like, hydration we getting the slight what? affluence of the minneapolis hill folk right right slightly uh so we were trying to quench our thirst with like arizona arnold palmers <laughs> you get a free straw with it Chase. We just bought a beer and drank it on the street like everybody else for sure yeah yeah that's the other thing about like it's so hot here man it is so hot it's stifling um yeah, is it bad and oh, stuff? I mean, it's so. Hard. I remember your wedding, right? You know, like, and everybody's like, "Yeah, this is." Hilarious. I was like, "I can't do it. I am a mud. Yeah. I'm a mud nurse. I'm drying out." It's I yeah. Can't. It's. I mean, it's buyer beware. We knew how hot it is. We got married here three years ago. Um, yeah, shit, three years ago. I was gonna say, oh, it's so hot. Where the hell? I already just lost. Married, hot, baked it. Baked. That mud brain of yours is just a clay pot. Oh, now. okay. It's so hot down here, but you, we how have, hot is it? Yeah, we have more <laughs> space. 
We have a backyard. Mm-hmm. Pin it. I know you have a backyard too. I can talk yeah. to you a little, bit, a little bit later. We just bought, like, it is a boring thing to talk about on the podcast. We bought a lifesaver and it's pretty affordable. It's like a canopy um, screened mm. in tent thing. You just cool. post cool. it up. It was like 55 bucks or something. Pretty flimsy, pretty cheap, but you just post it up when you need it and it is like, you can sit outside and actually bear it a little bit what i'm trying to say is south carolina you got a little space (laughs) you you know you you got the ac running you can like stretch your legs you don't realize it until you live in new york when you're first there or live in a bigger city i should say like not exclusive i don't think although new york's exclusive when you are out and you're like look at these crazy people that guy's walking around just in his underwear that guy is walking around just in like his jean shorts and cowboy boots it's like no 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 like new york once you're there and you're acclimated and you're comfortable your apartment is what it is the city is your dwelling so if you're if it's hot screw it like what are you gonna do like i'm walking around my underwear who cares i know nobody kimono and a sock that's it the chances are that i run into somebody i know they know me and we you know like we're in a friend group, so they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that's yeah. Tony. He's hot." Like that's you don't have nobody's the hot. people that judge you. It's it's they're wasting their own uh, energy. It's too hot, and you got you got too far to go. Yeah. To be able to be like, "Oh my god, he's not wearing a shirt." You're just like, as long as he doesn't smell. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, keep your oh, hurt, <laughs> it's too hot to stop and. Excuse me, sir. I have a query. Why are you not wearing a shirt? And why you got one boot, one sandal? Right. There was a guy who, um, he he maybe he took it too far. Who am I to say? He just, I don't. There was a guy on Eighth um, Avenue who wore tidy whities and one of those hot. You know what happens to tidy whities? They get a yeah. little sheer. Red hair. Oh, but yeah. this guy wore. Looked like Anthony DeVito in a jerk practice sketch. This guy on 34th Street near the Manhattan Mall just wore straight up the smallest pair of woman's under thongs you could imagine. And he had a he had a sweet skateboard and I don't know what his footwear was. Uh, Ooh, cassette player dangerous. cassette player hooked on to the, the thong so it even pulled down a little bit. Right on that lace. So you know, thirty laces. I don't know. I guess I don't know how that's any different than the, that's the old Midwestern sensibilities. That's damn near different. Super heroic skateboarding in like sheer women's panties through New York City. Like it's just it's too much expo like it's too open. You're too like exposed. And again, like I'm showing my mud people colors by being like, Well, you must cover yourself, cover your but I bet you take his temperature. He's a cool ninety, oh, you know, ninety-eight. Yeah. And meanwhile, we're crazy <laughs> trying to suck down those shit my colas, cotton knit, Civil War pants on. Oh, that and reminds a vest. me. <laughs> There's no. I refuse to be cool. Cool is not a luxury. You uh, you just transitioned. Maybe you want to get into it. Sure. So are we, are we clutching at our curly handled revolvers here are we gonna talk about the fws of the world that uh, white i well we will we will well yeah this kind of links into it and it starts with this fat white 
I I'm not a fat white. Fuck those guys. I uh, but I am fat. I may be fat and white, but I am not a. Yeah, that's right. I need a shirt like that. Um, uh, I have been desperately seeking a responsible pair of shorts for a few years now, especially as we were talking about yeah. down here in the heat. Yeah. I don't want below the knee. That's weird for me. I don't want it too high above the knee. Right. I don't need a big old crotch. I don't need to <laughs> wear a belt with my shorts quite frankly. So I've been looking for a nice pair of drawstrings that rest right over the knee. Now, as that's my shorts. And then I've been mm-hmm. looking for a pair of work pants and my favorite work pants I got don't make sense down in the South Carolina heat, but I've adjusted to the movement. They're 100% polyester. I know you've had a pair. They're called like, well, I, I'll tell you what they're called now that I found them, but they're basically just like Short inseamed polyester brown, little stretchy, mm-hmm. perfect. Oh, yeah. There's like seventies. Yeah, you find them at a thrift shop. Like George Costanza's dad would wear these pants. Al Bundy wore these pants. Yes, yeah. all right. It, it has the uh, over flap like clip, you know, a button. The clasp. Maybe yeah. the clasp. Yeah, those are the pants. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. So I'm looking for those because I split the pants. On, I split the seam on my other one. So I'm looking for these separately. And thanks to Blair.com, the fattest, Ooh, whitest store. Yeah, it's a plug sponsored by you've ever found. This is Blair. strictly for the preconditioned 65 and older COVID danger area. <laughs> this is an old, uh, I'm being ageist, but this is a sweet, <laughs> sweet retirement clothing catalog. Perfect. Got the price is right. I got my drawstring uh-huh. shorts, crotch a little big, twelve ninety nine. Everything comes in gray khaki or navy. So I'm I'm in business with shorts, and then I find the perfect pair. They're called men's stretch jeans. They're just those polyester stretch jeans. jeans. Everything the the waist goes up as high as you want, and then for a guy like me, it's hard to find a short inseam. This is for squat fat whites. You can have like a 56 waist and like a 26. Humpty <laughs> Dumpty. It's just all, it's all torso and no leg. So th- I got my essentials, but if you go on this website and I'll put a link, you can get drawstring jeans. If you should be so inclined, you, I mean, you can get, uh, what do you, and, uh, uh, Say, sleeve. is that a button? No, <laughs> yeah. it's a drawstring. Yeah, you can get um, sweatshirts with the. They don't have tank tops, but they got sweatshirts without the sleeves. I'm just saying that. So. Oh, I know that. Oh, That's yeah. a good look. You know, it's a it's a fat white catalog. When when you get your or when uh website when you get your order and it comes with not one, not two, but three separate catalogs catalogs live in the dream <laughs> and now this is i've ordered twice i haven't opened this one they come with what's called the deals of the day and this oh. is the deals of the day and this is that what's going to tell you thick, what, thick kind of, what kind of people i'm dealing with all right it's my stylish savings we got a scratch off from the publisher's clearinghouse. I haven't seen this Ooh, match, by the three, way. Three, two, one, scratch, baby. Oh, I we have to save that this for the one's end. in there. This one's at the end. No, I got something better. Custom checks. Now you see that in a lot of stuff. Oh, hey, all right. All right. Omaha steaks. All Ooh, right. there's that's a big one. 
the advanced digital hearing aid technology, smallest <laughs> hearing aid, FDA approved. It, I was amazed. Sounds I sounds I hadn't heard in years came back to me. <laughs> sounds I hadn't heard in years. Oh, that is truly the greatest generation. If you just are like, I give up on certain sounds. Like I've resigned myself to never hear a beautiful singing voice again. Like I'm just that strong. I'm gonna keep working. Sounds I haven't heard in years. Like what? what? Holy like shit. fun sounds, fun sounds. Well, check this out. How much do you think this thing costs? What the hearing aid? Yeah. I don't know. It's got to be like a couple hundred bucks. Oh, all right. It's two hundred ninety-nine dollars. Slash from six hundred. I guess. I was thinking. What do you? I'll go with the classic big horn. <laughs> yeah. I'm... It sounds I hadn't heard. Oh, we got the world's easiest to use computer. <laughs> Oh, you can touch the screen. Let's it's see. like looking in a window. Easy to set up, easy to use. Just plug it in, Case. I know Big this button. is ages. The only reason I'm I'm making fun of me here, though. I hope yes. I hope it sounds like it because I have already resigned myself. No buttons, drawstring only. Oh yeah. Men's stretch jeans. Uh, this I researched, but is way out of my league. This one I saved from the previous. This is the best sleep chair you'll ever own. I was going to ask if it's a chair. It looks so amazing. It lifts you up if you want to sit up. It folds down to a bed. This is, you oh. either get the chair or the hearing aid. You don't want to hear your wife, Ooh, yeah. you know, if you're sleeping in that chair. It's like... Three thousand dollars, though. That's the thing. It's so expensive. Casey, this was in the last one. I'm glad this is in the next one. This is the coup de gras. A John Wayne floor lamp, five yeah. feet fucking high, impressively sized. At, as you can see, you got a close up. You got a portrait of John Wayne here. Fades into the American flag. You got him riding on horseback. Probably his rooster Cogburn. Is it is it customizable like the check? Do I do I get my choice of John Wayne? Just the oh, you, there's no choice of John Wayne. Just it's just the one and only beefhead. Uh, impressively, it's five feet high. This thing, a dramatic portrait and art artwork of Duke. Raised, they don't even. They don't even need this. If you're in this generation, to. you don't have to say sure. John Wayne racing at the head of a Mustang herd, vividly reproduced on all four <laughs> sides of the shade. Superior quality, wrinkle resistant, convenient floor switch for easy on and off. Comes with two light bulbs. It's five feet high. Racing and at like I is that phrase will never be uttered with my name next to it, but I wish. I just wish. How much is this? It's $160. Five feet? Two light bulbs, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Energy saving light bulbs. Oh, communist. I want the classics. Oh, and it comes with a cross to burn. <laughs> Great. Thanks, John Wayne. That's just funny that that was in there because you and I and Henny were talking yesterday. There was a. Quality clip, uh, Vanity Fair. Oh, it was Vanity Fair doing an expose because in the because right now they're saying we need to change the Burbank Airport to the John Wayne Airport. airport. Yeah. 
and then they referred back to a Playboy um, interview he did in like 1971, which just so shows you the time because it is it's not the, a dog what? whistle, it's a and fucking you, horn toot. Had you said 1917, it would be oh, more yeah. appropriate. It, he's a white supremacist piece of dog shit. He is no. And by the way, if you hear a podcast, ah, shoot, I I won't be able to think of it. Uh, uh, hold on, I'll find it. There's a great podcast. I should give it its due. It is called. I shouldn't put dot dots because then I steep. You must remember this. It's a Hollywood podcast. It's amazing, and they do a John Wayne episode. And Ooh. everybody, like, not people, like, because he played the tough guy, but, like, mm-hmm. real people, like, uh, is it John Houston and mm-hmm. James Cagney and, like, not real people, but, like, like, people that didn't necessarily always play the tough. They yeah. were like, John Wayne was such a pussy, like, of course he excuse was. my language. He was he just even, like, yeah. He didn't even fight in the war. Exactly. He stayed back home to make movies about fighting in World War II. Right. And that's he why didn't people... have the stones to fucking go. Exactly. So, so him being like this, and that's probably why he's fronting because people are that are insecure and know they're mm-hmm. wrong and are ashamed of their own actions. That's when they go after. That's when they try and punch quote unquote down. Yeah. Because that article was just like, for just to paraphrase, he was just talking about race now. <laughs> But did he say like they should, like stop crying about about slavery? Like it's uh, just like come on, dude. Yeah, we should. Uh, let me see. Where's he from? He's from Iowa, isn't he? Like, come on, you don't. He have... is because my dad got You're kicked out of his. Person. My dad got kicked out of his childhood birth home because he refused to go outside while he was eating his ice cream cone. <laughs> said, "Sir, can you wing. take it outside?" He went, "No." I don't know if he said no <laughs> or if he just ignored him and kept walking. He probably didn't have that amazing hearing aid in. Or pretending he didn't, <laughs> and he just ignored the. Uh... All right, here I got. It. I sent this. Let's see. Here's what John Wayne said, uh, of the smallest excerpt. I don't feel guilty about the fact that five or ten generations ago, these people, scumbag, mm, were nice. slaves. Now I'm not condoning slavery. Oh, there you are. It always followed with, but. Oh man, it's just I bet a he's fact of life. Boy. Flat from all the backpedaling he did no his entire shit. fucking life. Well, luckily he died shortly after this because his colon was <laughs> so full of Omaha steaks he couldn't move. <laughs> like the kid who gets infantile paralysis and has to wear braces so he can't play football with the rest of us. I know John Wayne's ass didn't play football. He, played he was no too way. busy fucking playing uh, puck in Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> I will say this, though. I think any black who can compete with a white today can get a better break than a white man. I wish they'd tell me where in the world they have it better than right here in America, he said later in the interview. Ugh. Just ugh. You didn't do anything but pretend to be a fucking cowboy your entire life, and you were bad at it, too. Oh, he was also Genghis Khan. I don't know if you knew that. Or Genghis Khan. This... Oh, uh, well, Gon, Gon Wayne, um, he said, this is like, this is Trump level, like pushing buttons. You know what I mean? There's racists oh, yeah. who are racist because they're indoctrinated. Well, I don't want to differentiate races. Racists are racist. But then there's yeah. people that are like 
fucking trying to you know incite. You know they fucking I know you just mm, they salivate at it. Listen to this shit. In the same interview, Wayne also said, "I don't feel we did wrong in taking this great country away from quote." He says, "quote Indigenous people," saying. There were great numbers. Oh, no, sorry. That ended his quote. Indigenous people is what a responsible journalist wrote there, saying there were great numbers of people who needed new land, and the Indians were selfishly trying to keep it for themselves. That's some fucking crazy Trump shit. Oh, they're keeping it all to themselves. All that space. That is so fucked up. Yeah. I wish he was alive long enough somewhere walking to his house and just fucking take his shit right out from under him. What an asshole. He's not even good. He's not even a good actor. Can we rename it to like Paul Newman? There are better cowboys. There are better people who... John better Stewart. actors that played... Not John Stewart. Jimmy Stewart was a better cowboy. Jimmy Stewart in the same movie who shot Liberty Valance. There you go. Done. Jimmy Stewart International. Yeah. Although I don't know what it is, but... There's something that's about Jimmy Stewart that's, uh, I don't know, we won't get into Jimmy. Not until next episode. <laughs> there's something. I know there's something. No, you know why? Because here's here's where here's how responsible of a uh, communicator and dispeller of knowledge I am. The reason I say there's something about Jimmy Stewart, my great research, is... There's a scene in Field of Dreams where Kevin Costner's daughter is watching Harvey on TV and Kevin mm. Kevin Costner comes into the kitchen where she's watching it, turns it off, and she says, hey, I was watching that. And he says, it's not right, Karen. She goes, but it's funny. He goes, he's sick. He's a sick man. He's sick in the head. I don't know what that refers to. Never bothered to look it up. But since then, I've been <laughs> like, I love Jimmy Stewart, but. He's sick. He's sick, sick in, in the head. head. Sick. Gotta be something. Everybody listening out there, tell me what's going on. You're gonna with get Jimmy me Stewart. too. They're gonna out him. Oh yeah, that was getting my ire up. Happy belated Father's Day. You too. Thank you. Yeah, man. Anything? Uh, anything irking your jerk about being a dad? No, I just. Uh, well, I got. There's a. There's plenty of dad. Dad stuff. Like I got the the Morona equivalent of fucking headphones from Target. Oh yeah. And I almost smashed a window because I because <laughs> I have these big Sony's that I use for podcasts. Yeah. And if I wear them to work, like it's you know it's like that guy's clearly not paying attention to anything right now. Right. So I was like, I'll oh, get some like smaller earbuds. Sure. And I have a bunch of earbuds, but they're all for newer. Like for iPhones, yeah. And I still have an iPod. Yeah. So I need the jack. I got to jack mean. it in. I can't. What you mean? Yeah. Can't connect. So I got these uh, headphones from Target, and they're like putting like a, a a fucking pump in your ear, like a high heel. Like I don't know how they're supposed to sit in your ear because it has this like this like this thumb. So it has the bud. Yeah, and then this like thumb, and I was like, "Does oh, it rest oh, on yeah. your gotcha. lobe, or does it like you put it in?" So I was like Around. monkeying with it, and I think you know you just jam it in, and then I'm trying to like set up the bar and do work, and every time I bend over, they fall out, and I'm just like, "Oh, I want to do it for the damn girl, and god damn it!" I know that feeling. They like 
jerry-rig it to, like, dangle over, like, my ear, so it's just hanging outside my ear canal like a Christmas ornament. So it's cranked way up so everybody can hear that I'm listening to a podcast about no, like, the Second excuse, World excuse War. Excuse me, excuse me, did he say Jengus? No, so I just, like, got the dad rage with these god-awful Chinese headphones. Oh, hey. Or earbuds, excuse me. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, headphones. I have the perfect little earbud. I'll have to send you one. I got it on Amazon. But it's a single. Do you like two buds in the ear? I do a single when I'm listening to pods. Slips right in. Doesn't cost two ninety nine. You'll hear sounds you never heard before. <laughs> but there is a caveat. I think this is the latest model. Yeah, I no, have. send me a link. I would love to, like... I'll I don't care. I was just, like, when, when trying I'm... to be sensible. I want to be one of those cool guys, like... Have the earbuds dangling around your shirt, but oh no no no! First three hours are real slow, so I can just I can. This gives you like six hours too. Uh, I was gonna say one thing though, as I recall, I think this is the model I have because I I go through them pretty quick. I always have one in my ear. Um, it if you sweat, it will shock you into your ear, which I'm assuming is real. It is the strangest feeling. It's like a well, it's like if you can imagine electrocuting as far in as you can stick your finger, like a hot, <laughs> oh, hot chemical feeling in your ear. It is bizarre. And I'm sure it's not good. But it's, oh, I should tell you, though, it's a it's a Bluetooth. Can you Bluetooth into what you have? I think so. I would assume it's it's an iPod that you can take photos with. So it's it's not like the old clunker. Gotcha. The big dog with just the wheel on it. Sure. By the way, what is so? I've got this earbud in my ear, pretty consistently. <laughs> what is Bluetooth like? Is it sending a signal, and is this just an amplifier that is amplifying some type of signal directly into my gray matter? Like, what? How is that? And if it's something, Kenny, where are you, man? I've like, never, I've never like stopped think. It's just like fucking. It's a radio. Right. It's just a radio. I, maybe it's is Bluetooth just it may be proprietary like band aid. Sure. It's just oh. a wireless speaker, but it's like oh Bluetooth or Blu ray. It's So is it a satellite? Is my device yeah. going up yeah. to a satellite and then yeah. pinging a signal back down to my tiny little earbud? Right oh. through your gray matter. <laughs> I mean it's Give gotta be shot. Because they've talked about like doing studies, right? Like of mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is. Let's call it, let's call it magnets. Now they've done studies of some type of wave quality in the air. And when they do it in a city, it's Mm -hmm. through the roof and it's, yeah, it's unnatural. Let's put it that way. And then when they do that same study, I think it was obviously in Oregon somewhere in the woods, there was some, but very minimal amounts of this like wave frequency. And then they're wondering, like, we've created, just like, so the uh-huh. climate crisis, right? We've created this yeah. pollution that is unnatural to our environment, and now we're uh-huh. reaping the benefits. So, like, well, I guess, logically, if we're creating all this new, like, wave and frequency in the sure. in our environment, and we flood it, like, wave what will pollution. that do to us? Right. Like, Right? Isn't doesn't it make sense? Well, and that's part of what people are are, are hesitant about five G, 
Oh, okay. Because the the wavelength is tighter. It's strong, like it makes the internet faster because it's. But you need more of these 5G towers closer together, okay. and that type of wavelength penetrate is more pen can penetrate your house. So people are like, that could like make us sick. Well, that's what I'm because wondering. There, there were claims like back in because there's conspiracy theories that well, yeah, when they yeah. first rolled out the telegraph, it was around the time like for like hardcore radio signals was around the time of the Spanish flu. Oh, okay. So they were like people. Some people were getting the flu, and other people were getting sick from being bombarded by this new like wavelength through the air. Is that so? A people real, are that also really happening. Yeah. People actually can get sick via wavelengths. Yeah, because it's just belching out all of this. It just hits your body. I don't know the science of it, but I. Was listening to someone talk about it because they were talking about the whole five G thing and how it's it's just untested and like Tesla's just fucking or uh, Musk is just throwing satellites up. Sure, he's just shooting them up and he's he wants to connect the world with five G. So he's just gonna be like bombarding the planet with these five G waves and nobody really knows like whether it what sort of what will happen. Which is like the most American thing in the world. It's like, yeah, right. we can just, just do it. It's, eh, if everybody gets sick, forget about it. It's um, we'll get over it. What's his ass? His name? Uh, uh, well, Goldblum says it. You, mm -hmm. you don't. You you you're just so concentrated on whether you could. You never concentrate yeah. on whether you should. Well, Again, this... that's where all my research comes from, baby. I got a Field of Dreams <laughs> reference. You got my Jurassic Park in there. I'll, I'll fit a trifecta. It was like, I gotta find the name of it. There was a, this like, classic like huckster dude down in Texas. And at the as they were implementing radio across the country, he was like, oh, okay. Like, he didn't understand why all of these radio stations just, you know, like, you're here and that's your region. He didn't like like the regionality of it. And he's like, why not just crank up the wavelength? And they're like, no, it's illegal. You can't do that. Because they were setting up a business model where like, Hans, you right, have sure. your, your region to distribute and you make the money through advertising and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, they commoditize it. So he moved to, he moved, uh, moved his operation across the border from Texas just to Me Mexico and fucking cranked it. Heard this. And yeah. they could, you could get the signals from his station, like all the way up in like northern Minnesota. And if you were close, it was one of those things where you could feel it buzzing in your fillings. That's crazy. Because he just cranked it, and you, they, people said you could just feel this energy just emanating off this giant. Like I imagine, you know, like Frankenstein, like just electricity is just buzzing and humming. With this like frequency that he just cranked above the legal level, but because he was in Mexico, Mexico, and he also helped right the, the career of the Carter family. Yes, thank you. That's why. That's I how I. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So I'm sure. May at least I stopped officially like five days ago when it was like um, it was like not even weaning myself off. Like I had to go through like steps cause I would put the earbud in my 
ear when I went to sleep. Right? Oh, so it's like, it. oh, all right, I'll listen to the show. I got all these. Am- there's just so much amazing content. I, there's just not enough time. Yeah. So I just put it in my ear, but I'd always fall asleep like 15 minutes in. And then I'm like, uh, and obviously it keeps playing. And depending if I have a playlist or whatever, like there's just no way you can get to a level mm-hmm. of healthy sleep if you've got this thing buzzing Something in your, in your ear. ear. And oftentimes I'd get up, whether it's for that reason or not. Yeah, because I still get up without it, and I get up, and I I'm like a late, like a middle night snacker. Like I'll get up and, oh. and eat like some peanut butter and shit. But if I has had the earbud in, I get up, and I try and find where I left off, and I play it again while I'm eating. And then I go back. So I was like, that's just so unhealthy, and I'm not retaining any of the knowledge. Yeah, you know, I'm not re- not even knowledge. Not that I expect to get any knowledge from podcasts but i'm not i'm not enjoying it. i'm not getting any pleasure out of it yeah yeah no i'm the same way because the podcasts that i choose are things like dan carlin's hardcore right. history or uh there's a one i listen to called no agenda where they deconstruct the media mm-hmm. where you need to be paying attention because they're talking about like current affairs and things that are happening or in the, in the case of uh dan carlin is history and it's super dense right and those are the ones I enjoy, but I tend to listen to them while I'm at the computer working on other things. Sure. So I'm like half in, half out, and I'll listen to half of a podcast and realize I haven't. Oh yeah. Haven't been listening. I haven't been paying any attention whatsoever. That's the. Th- I think that's why I started is because there's I just have like this amazing collection of podcasts and great podcasters that have been putting out really good shows, and like a Dan Carlin, an episode will be like three hours long and. Yeah. through what a normal person would do like i have an hour long drive so i'll i'll start it and I'll, but like i'll i'll be an hour in and it's like he just does such mm-hmm. a good job and i'm so amped and i'm like oh well obviously you know i'm not going to have my earbud in when i'm with other people you know that's well, yeah, you know, I, I am present i am with you yeah, yeah so i'm like oh i get to get back to it when i go to sleep i think that's why i started but it was like a hard it's been a hard habit to break because you know, sleep sleep habits are important. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So if you have an unhealthy sleep habit, it's like falling asleep in front of the TV. Like, I don't do that. Sure. That yeah. went away, and probably that's why the earbud replaced it. Because that shit's unhealthy, too. So it's like... Yeah. I used to be that way. I used to always have to have... I mean, I guess before we had Harvey, Ashley and I would always have something on while we were in bed, like sure. going to bed. We'd always have... And even before that, before we even met, I would do that at night in my room. I would always have something. I did it as a kid. Like, uh, that's what I always did my whole life. Yeah. I like craved it like, like Schmeagel. Yeah. Like the the idea of being able to to fall asleep in front of the TV, I was obsessed with it. Mm. Like so, I was like, I can't wait for Friday night because I can just like in the living room and watch you know whatever got off, like watch Comedy Central. And it didn't matter what it was. It just it was oh, on and it was a TV. thing and it was, like, it was consuming. I but fu- I feel like that's that way with the podcast. It's sort of that like achievement sort of. You're like, I have to get through this stuff. I have to. I'm missing. I'm missing out if I don't. Yeah, I feel like uh, podcast I, enthusiasts, they're also a com- completionist. Is that the word? Completist? Yeah. They're like, holy oh, yeah, shit. Because yeah. like, a lot of podcasts come out in, in serial mm-hmm. form, right? And you're like, oh fuck, I, you know, it's the next one. I've been it's waiting a, all week. They got that it. Same, they got you it know, down. into the installment, like collecting comic books, like just that you get 
once you're on your Pavlovian schedule of like your treat, you, you're like, I need them all. I missed an How can I? That's the thing about a paywall, then, too. I'm like, I don't need this shit all at once. Like, I've, no. I've built myself in to look forward to it. I go, oh, it's Thursday. That's Conan. That's Sword and Scale. That's it. It's really, it's pretty. I guess that's my thing, but. But it's no different than a generation of, of day, yeah. radio, radio shows. Oh, and. No, and but like. Have an affair. Yeah, the old TV guys. Remember no. when that was a thing? That was like, oh, I need my TV guide. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna and say. You, you check your shows. Like it's the same. Like we, it, it has now been replaced by a, other type of media, but it's the same mentality of like my programs. It's Wednesday. I, that's when I watch. That's when I watch my Cheers. So yes, before stars. Oh, the, that's exactly right. And I think we're putting ourselves in the perfect age bracket, so people remember like where we're coming from. Though I'd like to think we're relatively young. Like we're still from an era when. When you're talking about falling asleep in front of the TV, Analog. we had one TV, and then when we got a new TV, our old shitty TV, like it was like pulling teeth, but I managed to finagle it into my room. Yeah, and that shit was like danger zone, right? right? And then no, I, would, I would... like save money to get a long. We didn't always have cable; it went off and on with paying bills and shit. Like literally, cable for us was like, whoop. This month's too tight. We're turning right. cable off for the month. Because do our, our old Roseanne anxiety. Right. Can't watch oh, the yeah. show with too much like real life. Um, so that and then TV Guide. And then I was thinking we, for a while, so before Stars became a, like a premium pay channel, <laughs> Stars was like five bucks a month. So it was your Stars. poor man's More like movie channel. <laughs> that lit. The the poor mud people's neighborhoods on fire because I remember that's all anybody talked about and you knew whose family was going month to month on the cable because it was like, did you watch Dragon of Bushley story? You got stars too. Hans got stars. Do you hear that? We all watch the same bad shit. They send you the brochure though, and I remember oh, I specifically it. with a with highlighter highlighting when that shit and. It, <laughs> And then, like, somehow pushing down the knowledge that I was like, hey, wait a minute. This shit, like, I don't need to keep highlighting each week because this just rinse and repeat after one week. But on the back side, you got Encore. I just highlighted everything on Encore, which was the sister channel, like, B-movie, low-rent movie, uh, two stars. But you knew just highlight everything after... 11 p.m. because there's a chance right, for boobs. Oh yeah, even the smallest chance. Oh yeah, that's where I saw that amazing Peter Falk movie where he manages ladies <laughs> in the in the roller derby circuit, <laughs> and then they wrestle to make money on the side in his hotel rooms. Oh, gotta watch. I gotta find that movie again. Um, Peter Falk at the height of his Columboness, stepping oh. out. Uh, Dad TV Guide. I realized I got I got a question for you. Uh-huh. I finally figured it out. Or I got a query for you. I finally figured it out. Why do you think dads got so upset? Your dad, my dad, mm-hmm. dads in general get so upset when their tools are not in the right place. There's the obvious. Hey, where's right. my tool where I left it? 
but why the extreme outbursts? I think if it, for me, it's like now I get it. Like you're on such a short timeline for things because there's so much other. There's so many. Your dance card's full, so when you have that moment to do the thing, and you need that specific tool, you're like, I just need an, I just need an Allen wrench that fits this, and I know where it is. It is not fucking here. Now I'm losing time because I have to do this. I gotta do that. I gotta go this way. And you're like, I just wanna fix the fucking. You know, same reason you lose the remote. Also, because you, I do that because I can't turn my television on without it. Yeah, that's a different thing. So I have, you gotta reach that. behind your TV and like kind of think about you where the button have is. A power button. I have a TV without one. That's so crazy. That's a. So Harvey you're close. Our remote in a glass of water this was like last winter and i was like i guess no tv in this house anymore yes can't turn it on sorry right. yeah that's probably healthy if she's crying i'm like sorry you broke it though you broke it you dumped it i'm sorry that technology they can't put a button on it i you're close i think it is because i my theory which proved right by me yesterday is yes you got a timeline it's because most likely that dad, this dad, does not want to be doing that shit in the first place. Anyways. Oh, yes. So same, it's, yes. you're already built up. You're like, you're not like working on your Camaro. Yes. <laughs> like, you gotta fix this chair. I have a hose nozzle that I guess is rusted to the hose, and Ruby <laughs> has like a pool sprinkler that the hose needs to go yeah. directly on. So I was like, I needed, I couldn't like off. get it off, so I needed like some a new plumber's hose. tools or something. And I, of course, I don't have that, but I was like, I think I got like a wire snips or something. I was just like, I was like, oh, I get it. Like, it's not the task. Like, the task is relatively what it is. But I was like, I don't you didn't want to do, do anyway. Do this shit. I took my day off. I gotta go. You know, yes, I want my daughter to be happy, but... Right, but then you're like, now I gotta go to fucking Ace Hardware to buy a fucking monkey wrench. And I know I had one! (laughs) You're so right. Yeah, you're not working on your your dream car. (laughs) I think that's different, because it's like, then you would still be mad, because obviously you're a talented mechanic who can restore a vehicle. I can do very little. Like, yesterday was at work, and in the bathroom... They have the, you know, just like the sinks like you see everywhere with the motion sensor. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, turn it on. Um, so I don't know what happened. I think some troglodyte punched it because it wouldn't stay on. Of course. Someone was like, um, your sink won't shut off. Hmm. So I went in and I was like, there's literally no button on here to turn this off. Without climbing under the sink and physically like a Mario brother, like <laughs> turning the pipe <laughs> thing off. Which you obviously can't do because of COVID. I mean, people need to wash their hands, obviously. I'm just like, why not just – just? and I felt like the world's oldest man because I was like, what was wrong with the handle? Why not just uh, why not a handle or just a button? I get this. Like, I couldn't make sense of it. Like, it just – I was like, why? Why? The sand's, now we're wasting water. The sand's handle makes sense for me, but like you said with the TV, like, you have to have a – Every like a, every cartoon you've ever seen where a robot goes rogue, gotta have the on-off switch. You gotta crack you gotta the, have back the backup. Good. Come on. 
And so it turns out it was batteries. I was like, this sink is battery powered? What, what black mirror world are we living in? So you just I had to like screw the top off and it's got a four pronger battery thing and I just had to like tape the batteries tighter, put it back in and screw the top on and that was okay. But I was like, this is so many extra steps. Right. Yeah, battery powered sink. Are we done with the battery power? That's what I'm thinking. I, I am. Big battery. They got us over it. You can't <laughs> recycle that. You know how many batteries sink. are just churning and burning in the soil right just now? Just bubbling. Millions. Tens yeah. of millions. Probably hundreds of millions of batteries. Because you know you're. they're like, hey, don't throw those batteries to... away. Don't throw yeah. those in recycling. Gotta we got a special the... battery recycling. That shit is Lake Superior. <laughs> I know it. I am so... Recycling is so full of shit. Not the act of obviously recycle. And if, no, here's the, the deal: if everybody the veneer, agrees, we were, I guess, um, when we were at Henning's wedding, which is their anniversary is coming up. Congrats, you guys! Um, oh shit, And yeah. congrats on an official Dumb Dad's Day, Henning. Since we're talking about Father's okay. Day, here's the deal: you can be the recycling that ninety five percent of the country is which is you get a big blue bin and of the 95 percent of the country that has a big blue bin 99 percent of the people just throw everything that eh, i guess you could melt that down just throw it in there (laughs) so right whatever happened when that happens what uh, what i discovered is that the recycling company is like all right here's the deal now since you didn't recycle properly i can choose to dump this thing under my conveyor belt where it sorts it because you put all the shit in there, it probably will gum it up because of your plastic bags and shit in there. And I'll have to fix my machine and it'll end up costing me money. Because recycling is a business. It goes to private yeah. companies. And they send that shit over to China. China. or Yeah, well, it was China. Now they were like, stop sending us dirty recycling. Um, we're not going to take it. Uh, anyway, so there's that. So they, they weigh that between that and just going guess that just goes right in the landfill whether it was recycled <laughs> or not. Because, they throw it in their trash bin. Because I'm not going to spend money to do your work. So that's what almost everybody does. So recycling is base is just a lie we're telling ourselves. Other than if you want to do it right, when we were in Portland for Henning's wedding, that shit is legitimate. Like where we stayed, the Airbnb, it had very specific recycle bins. And people were very like they have people that go go back and listen mm-hmm. to the Portland um, episode like people that go around and either are a pay company that makes sure people are recycled or they're just like that's what they do to make sure that things get recycled. So that's the only other option is to yeah. do that if you actually want to think of recycling as a as an actual viable thing or obviously which never happened is companies can make the effort to create biodegradable and responsible packaging, which will never happen. Like, they banned plastic bags down here. So all the smaller businesses that, you know, probably bought boxes of bags and shit because they use them and still had, uh, say, a thousand bags left, they're like, no, you, you know, throw those away. You can't use them after this date. Um, And you have to use paper bags, right? great great that's great 
But the bigger companies that were able to lobby with themselves, and y'all will probably see this if you've gone to a box store, which is crazy because, like I said, 99% of the people don't recycle responsibly anyway. Walmart, Lowe's, Home Depot, Bed Bath & Beyond, they got around the single-use bag ban by making slightly thicker bags and then writing on there uh, this bag can be reused up to 50 times and nobody fucking does that no way and these bags are so much more we uh, my brother and i we were actually at a a thing for like a growers convention for Mm -hmm. work and they talked about the single band uh bag use and then somebody raised their hand they're like what about like these companies like walmart that just switched to uh other bags like yeah they they did that they're like well what about those? They're like, yeah, those are worse. We admit it. It's like, but everybody. So you, I love that. We that's the bureaucracy of it. You yeah. put something out there to lie to the people that are aggrieved about a reasonable issue, and then people lobbied, and you actually made it worse. That's how yeah. fucked up people are. I mean, that's well, what, it, that's what we're in the middle of. I, I yeah, mean, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, and everything we've right. talked about is coming to fruition we have taken like reusable cups like you know reusable bags like everywhere's just like nah nah fuck it just use plastic like get out of here don't don't breathe on me don't touch me right 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 just do anything but don't don't touch me this shit is um we are uh uh, you're in ohio i'm in south carolina i'm the uh i'm the leper if you will not to leper of the world yes they don't the want States. us in. New York's licking their dirty yeah. Italian you and chops up there, giving us the what for, because everybody down here was like, it's Lady all these G. New Yorkers that got it. Dirty New Yorkers. Now New York's like, hey, by the way, if we see you, we're turning you back. Meet Bruno. <laughs> Literally, we're not but allowed also, in New York from South I Carolina and like 12 other states. Reading this and telling Ashley about it, and she had the cold chills just at the mention of it. I did when I read it. So it's like, don't get too high on your high horse, New York. Because during the pandemic, there was so few, so many, so much fewer subway travel because everybody had to stay home. Yeah. That the fucking rats revolted because they were fucking starving. Yeah. That sounds right. That's <laughs> so all. it's like, okay, guys, like, take it easy. All these people, your rats are climbing into your, like, eating your drywall because they're so hungry. Well, that's the thing. Everybody's saying, everybody that had cars in New York that obviously didn't have to drive them, and all, they all went to their cars now that they could come out. And none of nobody's cars were, not nobody's, but a lot of, like, they're like, what's going on with my car? It won't start. That's because rats nested and they all live under, like, in their engine <laughs> blocks. No and they chewed no. up all their, yeah. I mean, of course, of course, it it, it goes all the way Ooh, down to yeah. everything Just lives the, in symbiosis. And I love how like that. thin that thin that layer is between like all it takes is like I can't I can't eat my pizza crust. I'm gonna eat your house. I'm gonna eat your car, <laughs> and then I'm coming for you. Right, probably are. And they'll have the there was an amazing um, segment on John Oliver just his episode last night where he's talking about like. They put a quote-unquote freeze on evictions, right? You heard Larry Kudlow oh, talk yeah, about that yeah. shit. Well, that freeze is from them not physically evicting you, but they didn't put a freeze on landlords 
putting in eviction notices to the court. So all that shit is happening. <laughs> it's already in and the it's works. Go, it's in the works. So the moment that's lifted, which is, I think, like, it's uh, gotta be like the first or something, or maybe things will keep Because I know that unemployment benefits stop at the end of this month. So I assume other things will sort of line up. Everything's lining up perfect to a big fuck yeah. you. Like, that'll stop. All these people are going to get evicted. And, if, and we're so amnesiatic that literally even a month, six weeks ago, when, like, the cases are so much worse now than when the whole country decided to shutter in place. Not yeah. New York, but just overall. And yet we're all like, uh, you know, like, we don't want to admit it. Again, it's just like... I want to go to Denny's. Like, God this shit it. is worse, and yet we're all out in it. There's no doubt. So our amnesia is like, it's cool. Everything will get... It'll smooth out. It's like, no fucking way. Just buckle up, Buttercup, because this shit is not... I'm And I'm, I'm not advocating for it, obviously. This shit is horrible, and I hope everything smooths out on its own. But why... <laughs> Is everybody think that it didn't happen when they said it was going to happen March 1st and then by March 16th or whatever, everything was shutting down. But on March 1st, they're like, yeah, numbers are going up, but this, that and the other. It's like, well, why are we literally only five weeks removed, six weeks removed? And we're like, no, but it'll, yeah, I mean, it's Corona. It'll smooth over. We just just need a Trump to reinstate the WPA, but instead of that, it's just paying 20-somethings to go out to bars and drink and be around each other so we can just soak up that like that last piece of bread on an Italian oh, meal. Oh, yeah. Soak up that gravy. Get that and then, soup, ah, baby. Yeah, everybody, they can be the biscuits. Everybody in that middle bracket who wants to be a fathead can that'd, get sick and we can get it out of the way. That'd be great. Like, yeah, like if you're – you can volunteer to go out in the world and by you volunteering, going out in the world, like it's like it's like in the Civil War when you paid somebody to go to war for you, right? right? Yeah, the you pay yeah, like a you pay a twenty one year old hunk to go out and party for you, and you get to stay back at home and avoid back getting and sick. It's like uh, that scene in the. Uh, <laughs> all I can think about is that scene in Brain Candy, where he's like, "You're gonna go over there." When they find that guy taking a shower, when he has a flashback to being in the military. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> Scott right. Thompson, the, the drill instructor, or the, the sergeant, he's commanding the soldiers to jump over and go have sex with the guys in the shower. <laughs> so it's just like, you're going to go out there. You're going to drink. You're going to fraternize. You're going to have fun. You're going to fuck them. Yeah. Oh, Big yeah. muscles. God, oh, I forgot about that. That is such a good movie, man. It has not... It has aged like a fine wine. It's I'm sure so much has. more relevant right now today than Absolutely. it was when I remember watching it in high school. Yeah, that's what that that is what makes them such an amazing. I bet I, I'm I sure Ash their show aged well too. They're coming back. Oh yeah, I think one of the streaming networks is like they're going to do new a new season of Kids in the Hall. That'd be great. I'll I have to look it up. I know. I, uh, I heard an interview with Scott Thompson recently. He's hilarious. I love those guys so much. Mark McKinney. He's he went the CBS route. I'm not going to hold anything against him. Uh, he did a comedy festival in Sioux Falls. He came to South Dakota. Did you go see him? No, I remember uh, when I was back 
over the holidays, Timmy helps put on, it's called like the Snow Snow Fest or something. It's a comedy festival they do in Sioux Falls in like January, late December. And he said uh, uh, Scott McDonald was there. Kevin McDonald was there. He said he was awesome. Oh, Kevin McDonald. He did like a... a like a sketch writing class. Oh, and that's like that's cool. Did a bunch of speeches and stuff. And just talked. Uh, da- um, David. Foley, I was like, Santa Dave Foley, Foley, that's a He's got a podcast. Oh no way, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a bunch of cool shit. Yeah, if anybody is listening that hasn't is listening to a show about two sketch nerds talking trash, and you haven't watched New Kids, uh, New Kids because uh, if you haven't watched. What's his name is on the you're missing out. The NBC show Superstore. That's what I'm talking about. Mark McKinney, yeah. Oh, Mark McKinney. Can't, can't go Superstore. God, I saw I watched something. it on an airplane. Wasn't, couldn't, just... What did I see? Oh, so, so, um, my nephews watch, like, a bunch of, like, the live-action, like, Disney teen shows. And there's a oh, show okay. called Jessie, uh, about this, she's a, a maid or a nanny to, like, a bunch of kids who've all a bunch of diverse kids who've all been adopted into this rich family that live in a Manhattan penthouse and they have a butler named Gerard or something. And I was just like, please, please, please. One of my fringe comedy friends sell out and take one of those amazing, take that Gerard, take that Gerard role because he's just got the one liners, you know, it's amazing. He's just, he's like, Oh, I was what they're like. Well, Gerard doesn't do anything but eat bonbons, and he's like <laughs> bonbon voyage, and he's just like, oh, <laughs> fucking Gerard, I love just it. That check, let's cash that check. Just money's falling out of his mouth. I he's just like an ATM. Picturing Greg Stone is just fucking oh, right you for and it. That that's what he needs. Yeah, Greg Stone needs that. Like he needs to be the awkward football coach on the yeah. you know like. Kevin's Treehouse. <laughs> yeah, the football coach. <laughs> well, let's investigate you know, Kevin's the... Treehouse. I can't. I suppose that would be like a perfect like Disney teen show. Like, it's like Kevin's Treehouse. Some type of. Why would there I'm be thinking tree... like Swiss I'm Family Robinson tree... style? Treehouse is like super like dated. It was like like a man cave, but for like a kid. Trias. So he's like a cool savvy. He's got his own little like nerdy bat cave, and he likes his you know crazy kid music and you know like the Feeny of the show is Craig Stone, who's the the gym coach, because he's not into all these video games and the you know he's trying to get him to go outside and play and exercise. And you know what that dresses what, like Rodney Dangerfield like at the school dance. You know. Do you remember that dude? Uh, Hal Sparks, who used to host, yes. um, because he was on Queer Folk. Oh, was he? Yeah. Well, now he plays a guy on. He plays a billionaire. He plays basically a uh, Tony Stark character in one uh-huh. of these Disney shows, but he's the dumb dad. But like, so this woman marries him and brings along her son, so he becomes her stepson. And they know he's like this billionaire, like eccentric inventor. But what they don't know is he's created superheroes in the basement, and he plays like the goo goo. And I just like, no, no. I only recognize him as this guy who's got like this witty repartee, and he's totally just went fuck it, cha ching, 
He's going bon bon voyage. Oh man, it's so good. Oh, I'm speaking of adult. The adult version of the Disney Channel. I don't know if you've noticed that Hulu has an ID channel section now. They've had it forever. I, you, are you watching the Killer Speaks? What are you watching? Killer. Uh, we were watching the, the the Murder in the Heartland. That's what Meg keeps trying to get me to watch. It is good. All right, it's so it. good. I had a murder dream. Oh, it gave that's me that good. much like anxiety. That's I. Good. We've had a dream that I murdered someone from high school. All right, I'm not gonna tell her you told me so, but I'll, I'll, I'm gonna. We're gonna it's that. so good, like it's, and the people who created it, it have like a very Werner Herzog style, because they do not flatter some of these people. Like what, the first episode, this dude's got a full on like dead eye, and they set up the camera so he just right his dead there, eye baby. is looking. They could have rolled it around to the other side of the car sure. and favored his good side. And it's like, nah. Right. There's a lot of shots of people's backs and like tight jackets, and you're like, yeah, it's just the least flattering shot. And they just are like, it's a heartland. I love it. I love it. What part of the heartland does it take place in? Uh, all over. Uh, they do. We just watched an episode that was in Wausau. Oh, oh, it's not a like a. Um... A it's like forensic narrative files. series. Oh my god! No, no, no. Oh yeah, I gotta watch this shit. They do just different little rinky dinky towns across what? the I country. Dated a, I dated a girl from. That's Wilson. why I've been there. Uh, I'm not surprised there was a murder there. Oh, it, it's it's good. Uh, I, the name could takes place of someone who works in a restaurant. It's a Mexican restaurant. It was called the, uh, uh, like, La Mexico Salsa. Like it's the most cheesy Midwestern name in the world. It's just two things. From that culture next to each other. Senior Maxes? Yeah, very much Senior Maxes-ish. Uh, no, it's totally worth it. It's it's good. It's done well. Hmm. But there's a lot of... We didn't expect that to happen in this town. Oh, shoot. Of course, of course. That's where it happens. There's a little fat white. There's a little fat whiteness under the surface, but good show. Very captivating. I, um... I will say this. I'm looking at my little list because I don't want to miss anything. I got. Uh, you have any fun interactions with um, with people out in the world? Everybody treating you good now that you're at work and whatnot. Uh, uh, people wearing masks. People uh, doing the right thing. Most people. I got one of those classic. Uh, I was like, damn, I've been out of the game for a while because I haven't had this experience. Like I was closing. It was we were closed, and there was one. We had a patio, so there's one table outside. And it was well past the closing. Like, I sent everybody else home because it was like, this guy's got it. They're going to be out here soon. Got to be out here soon. You know, so the guy, you know, walks in and is like, oh, sorry to keep you. I'm going to the bathroom. We're headed out of here. Thanks a lot, bro. Goes to the bathroom, comes back, gives me one of the, like, wraps on the bar. But he had left some cash. So I was like, oh, that's nice. And he's like, I'm going, we're out of here. So I watch him. I was like, well, that's nice. He left some cash. That's very nice. And watch him walk out, stretch real big, and sit the fuck back down. Of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you should have taken that cash because he was like, I paid that guy. That was seat He's money. for another 45 minutes. That was seat money. I thought you were going to say, like, hey, where's my drinks, man? I just, just put no, some I dough No, I literally, because we don't have any uh, lighting on the patio. 
it got to the point where the chef was in the kitchen. He's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. I've been here for 12 hours. So it's like, okay, just shut the fucking lights off. So these guys were just outside in the dark. And then they got the hint. When I worked at Orsay, that French restaurant on the upper um, east side, the rule was, so it was fine dining. So we did close earlier. Like, I think, you know, our last seating was 10. But the rule was you never, ever told anybody to leave. You just couldn't. Right. It was. No, I can't. Like, I try not to. Yeah. I try not to, too. But I'm telling you, there were times where we'd be done. Everybody would be out of there. You know, you close at 10. Kind of expect to leave. Really, we're pretty had it pretty down. We had a big staff. We're probably out of there around eleven. This shit. If somebody just wanted to stay and sit, you're allowed to slowly put sections, chairs up on tables. Sure. We had like a beautiful yeah. tile floor. If people would stay. You would be getting out of there at like one o'clock because people refused to leave. Some people just put down fucking. They dig their heels in when they yeah. see that you're breaking down. I, Get Ash, um, you, Manny, like people who work in the service industry are like, oh shit, let's go. It's time to leave. They want to go. Like, we all understand. But some people are just like, oh no, I'm going to stay. Shit, people are so fucking uh, blind. I got I got you one up, though. I got you one yeah. up. Customer gets a little indignant because I'm wearing a mask. He goes, you don't got to wear that around me, buddy. I was like, oh no, no, no. I'm, you know, just. Go, no, no, I am very sick. Right, right. And then I start sanitizing something down, and he's just like, well, you better sanitize my hands, because I got the Wuhan. I got the Wuhan on my fingers. And he's cackling. I was like, you got the fucking Wuhan on your fingers? Do you hear yourself right now? This was a grown-ass 50-something-year-old right. man. It's like, you fucking got the Wuhan. You make sense. People are fucking nuts. Yeah, most people are decent. Wear masks. Not really. Oh, I saw the fucking. Mm, God damn! You'd have thought he was the fucking mayor of fucking Columbus. Uh, where our the brewery is? It's just up down the street from where we used to live. And basically, in Columbus, it's kind of like Minneapolis, where Columbus is in the middle, and then there's a highway circle. It sure. Uh, so. Fifth Avenue, where we're on, like, cuts it in half. So you get people, it's a 25-mile-an-hour street. They can get from one side of the city to the next without having to do the full loop. So you just have people bombing down the street. Sure. There's accidents all the time. So you just see, there's, all like, people from all over just zoom and zoom. The other day I was talking with someone at work, and we were talking about something important. I, like, see out of the corner of my eye, I look up, and I just, like... I was like, I, I'm sorry, I can't pay attention to you. You guys have to look look at this. And what I had, what I saw was they pull up to the light. It's a big old one of those big old gnarly jeeps that you could take on safari with sure. the, where the exhaust comes out the back. And this big old meathead, dickhead with no sleeves and like fucking base, might as well have been a mega hat. Like, screeches up to the stoplight because people run the light all the time. So he's a hard stop. And then I just see him, like, like fluttering around because he had a fucking full-size American flag in the passenger seat. I love it. Like, George Patton, <laughs> he was rolling down Fifth Avenue like he was going into fucking Berlin. 
except cool looks cool blowing in the wind when you're driving except when you stop it's like it's a fucking it. basset out trying to climb out the window it's just flapping in his face and he's wrestling with it like it's wrapped around his neck <sighs> i think i think we're imploding and everybody else that's not of uh, that's not privileged has been like we've been fucking imploding since the moment since the moment we put feet down here like now just feels like the perfect time where we're just like i mean what else would you call it like we're literally specifically going against our best interests and the people in charge are like pushing us that way not just like we don't know the info like this and that or like actively do it putting people directing people in the in a dangerous direction it's like all they all are so like what gets me is like they're all so fucking clueless like it's all so like that dumb shit with fucking nancy pelosi and chuck schumer wearing dashikis taking yeah. a knee it was like that's crazy. you didn't have to do that like that's the like that's what donald trump would do but you did it and you're like no no no. we're identifying with the people like yeah come on man like do something actually do something they, I Don't heard, just pander to me and then right. steal my fucking money. Right, right, right. Yeah, they did a. I heard a report on that on what they were wearing. It's not. They weren't dashikis. Like, let's not say that. Um, it was a very specific scarf. type of garb. Ghana. Yeah, I think so. And somebody who was Ghanan, I think that's the term for somebody from Ghana, was like, yeah, it just doesn't fit like none of that like traditional garb made any sense for that moment no it was strictly pander so you got that and then you have donald fucking trump he posted on twitter literally did you hear about this today his latest tweet since deleted it was it was protesters yelling at these fat whites in a retirement community no, no, it was uh, in St. Louis. In St. Louis. It's because the Black Lives Matter was marching to the go- or to the mayor of St. Louis's house, who was in this gated community. Okay. And you can take it from there as the well, Black I Lives just, Matter. That's the, I, I didn't know that, that background. I just know. And in fact, I didn't even watch the fucking video. It was just that the first image in it is somebody else, Black Lives Matter, and the the camera's focused on a guy in a golf cart that just says, "Oh yeah, white power." Like the president <laughs> tweeted that, Jesus like Christ. and said, "Thanks for the support." Like or like, we're gonna win in twenty twenty. It's like everybody now. The White House has to backtrack, right, and say like he didn't he know was that was in out. the video. It's like, well, what the fuck is he doing? So this whole country is, it's just it's so, Johnny said it on the last podcast, like. Everybody says it, and they, you know why they say it? Because it's pertinent now. And it's way more dangerous because it's real, but it is fucking idiocracy. And it's finest form in yeah. every tier of life right now. And now that there are no sports to watch, it's just sport is social media. Oh, yeah, well, that's... Got and, like, yeah. just somehow... Like, finding competition in, in both sides, like... Like conservative and liberal, like anytime, like I don't get on Twitter often, but anytime I'm on Twitter, it's just kind of the same joke, rolling, rolling, rolling. I don't know if you saw the picture of that woman in Texas, the shredded cheese lady. I did not. 
<laughs> it's similar to what we were describing before, what Hans was talking about. There's a video. Black Lives Matter march past this house. These assholes come outside with a gun. It's a, a, like a fat blonde woman with mustard stains on her shirt. Of course. She's pointing her little pistol at people who are shouting at her. And then her, like, dumpy husband has a, a machine gun. Like, I know you have a... That's so fucking scary, obviously. Just let him walk past you. The are reason you... they stopped is because you pointed a fucking gun at him. But you're not allowed to point guns at people, are you? Like, were they... You rep- the like, you can own guns, sure. Which is, most of them yeah. is fucked up to do that like the certain types of guns like a fucking machine gun like i'm sure this yeah you did send me this picture like this fat dad in a tucked like polo Ralph shirt. Polo shirt. of course it was like you're not allowed to just point a machine gun at somebody right. are you, you? call the cops for that they can't point guns at you if you're not on their like i don't know but the other thing i saw was it's called shredded cheese lady okay and so this fucking fathead in texas posts this picture and he's like, after after six months of me in quarantine, me and my wife finally get to go out to one of our favorite restaurants. And uh, my wife can't have fajitas without shredded cheese. We've asked three people multiple times for cheese, and we've been waiting 45 minutes. This is not COVID's fault. This is just bad service. And so the picture is a picture of the spread of the fucking fajita. Yeah. And, it, and like this, it's beautifully composed. This empty, little empty plate in front of this woman. And she's just leaning back against a wall with this just defeated look on her face. Like she had just found out she had lost a family member. She's sitting there staring off into the distance. And it's all because she can't eat a fajita with shredded cheese. Like, come on, dude. Oh, what the fuck is your problem? I was like, I... I misunderstood fajita for quesadilla. So I was like, what does she want? Raw shredded cheese on top of her quesadilla? No, on a fajita. Cheese doesn't go on fajitas. They had guacamole, sour cream. Yeah, that's there are plenty of other accoutrements there. But Cilantro. That's what I said. By the time you, you get that cheese, that shit. Fajita's meant to be eaten hot. Real Who hot. wants a cold fajita? Fucking A. So this that shit. It's like, why did you post that online? <laughs> you don't know any better. And that's the thing. These people don't know any better. Yeah. So it's people like that on one side. Too much time on People hands. on the other side who also don't know any better. Yeah, people are idiots. They post videos of them like, you know, fucking, fucking breaking into a Starbucks. You know, it's like, what the fuck? Come on, guys. We're better than this. Tell you what. I'm going to stick to my... I, 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 let me ask you this, Dad. Let's close on this since we yeah. started with Dad and then Dad. How long have you been hoarding offers from different cable companies so you can save on your bills? Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Go for the double and save big with the Double Wow Double Play. Get 100 meg internet plus TV for just $59.99 a month for 12 months with a two-year agreement. Wow Cable has been installing fiber optic cables, but neighbors tell News 5 in the process they have dug up their yards and left heavy equipment on their properties. Well, did you hit your list? Are we all going to live? That is such a dad way to end. With a sigh. <sighs> well, all right, hit us. Hit us. Harry Sears is a self-made showman. I've got two 
of the most sensational kids to ever hit this business. With a traveling act that hits the road every day. Why are we doing all the pushing when we're paying all the bills? And opens every night. What a fantastic <laughs> show you girls put on tonight. He's got taste. He's got patience. All right, that makes 30. There's your five cents. I have no pennies. I'll have to go inside. I'll wait. He's got clout. You can't be nice to these things. They only understand one thing. And he's got respect. Wow! He's going from the bottom of the barrel. Stick with me and I'll have your name up in lights. Reno. To the top of the heap. And he's taking his boys along with him. The California Dome! MGM presents Peter Falk. That's right! Vicki Frederick and Laureen Landon in All the Marbles. If I had a thought, an idea for you girls, that it could be sensational. We are not getting tattooed, Harry. Harry and the girls have been through the ropes. Oh. And back. There's no bones broken, just maybe a bad sprain. Stay off your back for a few days. Here goes your social life. They've taken their lumps. We never said you weren't a good manager, Harry. Just a lousy human being. The hard knocks. I'm not turning myself into a sideshow freak for you or anybody else. No way. And the mudslinging. You're a lousy lover. You're a lousy manager. Now that really hurts. I am not a lousy manager. But they've always come back for more. Now, the girls are a class act. They deserve to get paid. If I wanted a class act, they get the Bronte sisters. My dolls would tear their legs off. They've got grit. Guts. Class. And style. You are the champions. And the California Dolls are greedy for your title. So remember, pride. And tonight, they're going for all the marbles. <laughs>